This is Vanity Project with Laura and Charles. Watch the gay men get quiet. Very unserious lipstick lesbian. This is the part where... There is no such thing as a slut. There is no such thing as a bitch. When I look back on my life... This really is the podcast for me. Let's go. Let's get this roasted cooking. (laughs) 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 We're back. We are, we are. Um quite literally 24 hours after our oh second birthday yeah yeah which makes us you know this two is in one day two in one day um two girls one day mm-hmm. um what do we even i think we should like start with the with the reading oh yeah we just ripped the band-aid right off yeah it's so, gonna hurt but it's also gonna feel a bit good yeah yeah we were gonna well Welcome back to the pod. Like we're yeah, la, la, we're, la, 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 la. we're like yeah. de- debriefing from the party, which happened literally last night, which you just said. But um, we wanted to chat about it. Yes, yes. You know, we if, did. You, if you can make it, or yeah, we have some very dear friends who yeah. were unable to make it for several reasons. Mm. Um, um, or if you wanted to reminisce when yeah. I look back on <laughs> if my you life, wanted to take a there were lots trip of- down memory lane, <laughs> and there were lots of. Um, people involved and i kind of want to uplift and celebrate that totally too. Like, totally you know what i, I don't know if who you... was it that said to me i don't know if i agree mm. but i'm gonna i'm gonna quote it because because mm. i think it's sweet um annabelle said to me that uh van- her vanity project is her version of sydney's gossip girl <laughs> and and i think this episode should should you know service service that yeah that reading yeah. of the pod, which is that... Well, let us serve you. Let's go. We want to serve you. We're servers. We serve a lot. Um, and we would like to talk about you, specifically. Mm. So um, if you were there... Thank you for coming. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Um, we we appreciated feeling the heat from all your bodies mm. in the room. What a turnout. Mm. We had no idea. Um, yeah. Very I, special. Very special. I was saying to a lot of people that... Obviously, we've been um, podcasting from separate hemispheres, outposts. We've been sitting in this basement closet, recording, talking, um, and uh, it's it's really really nice to see your faces in person. Oh my God, totally. And also, like to have a to have something to have like something celebratory. Oh yeah, that's yeah. great. I mean, there was cake for fuck's sake, and um, yeah, shout out Elizabeth. I had I was so nervous, and I had so much fun, and I said to Charles like, "We're not gonna sleep. We're gonna be pinging afterwards." Yeah. Um, because it was just like so, and also we'll let let's tell the story of like it coming together as well. Cause oh yeah. Even like the day before and day of was such a crazy time. Um, but I reckon let's let's uh let's chat about the reading. So we had um, we had Kate. <laughs> <laughs> in her wedding dress talking about seizures um and then we had jessica rose pearson talking about um not talking about daddy issues and talking about dean blunt and talking the about most controversial <laughs> thing i have ever done and talking about um woi woi love the woi woi vibes um who was oh my god and then we had miski who wow blew me out of the water like i for was sure, so for sure. so gagged know. with you know such a special moment um to see her shine mm, mm, um miski mm. if you're listening uh we are so proud of you yeah. and um you commanded everyone's attention and you held us in the palm of your hand yeah thank you for that yeah. um and then we um we read our piece mm-hmm. artist um, which I still feel very like um, vulnerable about. Because mm, mm. why the hell not? Because you're naked, so naked and afraid. Um, dear God, I hope she doesn't listen to this today mm. at work. I showed oh. another coworker um, the poster, and then she proceeded to tell me all about this play that she was mm. in, where she had to. Um, um, we'll bleep that. Yeah, we'll bleep it. We'll bleep it. Um, where she was in this play where she had to perform nude, that's and then awesome. she like, which is great. Yeah, that's great. But then she like told me the whole plot of the play, oh. and it sounded so bad. Oh no! It sounded so bad. It was like, you know, and that's when she got an abortion, and that's mm. when he, you know, 
took his own life, quote unquote. And that's when, you know, she has a, and she was doing like that perverted thing that actors do where they're like, oh, it was great. I had to be a demented Mm. person having, you know, a mental breakdown. Mm. It was the most fun. Mm. And I was just like, it was like, um, what was Lady Gaga saying about? Let's talk about my pussy that I just showed you. (laughs) Hello. And nobody wants to speak about it. I want to speak about it. I know. Um, I I think a few people want to speak about it. Yeah. Those are the right people, right? Yeah, yeah. That, thank th- you to those people. Thank you. Thank you for for seeing us. Yes. Um, do you mind bringing it up on your phone? Because Oh, yeah, yeah, I can, I can. Um, we don't even have a I title I had to download the Drive app, like, oh. as Kate was... You're kidding. Here comes the bride. Oh, my God, you're um, kidding. So I was kind of packing it a little. Um, so we... Um, well, I, I was, like I say in the text, like, I was working on... I'm working on kind of like a series of stories, I guess, which I hope uh, end up being, um, you know, less prosaic and more essay, um, because I really want, I really think that, not to like self-aggrandize or anything, but I, I, it's not. Go on. Oh, it's not, it's not about that. I hope it's more about like the, the, an expanded way that we can think about clothes and, um, and have fun with, I guess, like, um, historicizing almost um the way we play with clothes and um and I'm like I don't know why I'm like shy to to say like the way we play with clothes and gender because it sounds like so stupid but clothes and gender Gender and performance and style and aesthetics and um you know very like a fashion system kind of a thing and uh anyway started writing this a long time ago for a cumulative kind of text that's brewing mm-hmm. between us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I said, we kind of said, oh, nudity, like birthday suit nudity, let's let's use this end piece. No, 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 stick to the stuff you know. <laughs> and, um, and take the last bit of these kind of like series of stories um, and adapt it for a reading. Um, and you responded to this kind of draft that I had. Mm-hmm. And I read what you wrote and I said, fuck, like what I wrote was never meant to be read to an audience. So I really have to rewrite this. And then the amazing part was when you said to me, let's splice it together. So we're reading Mm -hmm. back and forth. Because of Mm -hmm. course, like this whole thing is about talking to each other. For sure. For sure. Um, And in my head, I thought, this isn't, this isn't necessarily going to work. Like it's not going to work. (laughs) Um, And then we... You started cutting it together. Mm-hmm. We're sitting down next to each other, and everywhere that you would trail off, I picked it up mm-hmm. in these like pieces that we had basically fully written. Yeah, it was weird. They were both written, and then mm. um, and there were. I was trying to respond to you quite deliberately, and mm. and I and I paraphrase you a few times, and somehow it, without splicing it all, just lined up and the sequence worked and I think it just um it all came to came you know into focus and fell into place when Mm. when we saw that um that dingy casting couch and we were like (laughs) we were like this really is the casting couch for For me me. (laughs) and um and it was special to sit there and and to go back and forth rack the boat rack the boat yeah, um, well, without further ado. Yeah, let's do it. Um, we'll play some like. The elevator music. New feature going Okay, so if you've listened to the pod, then you know we really like talking about clothes and cultures of dress. And I began writing something a long time ago now, at the end of traveling and hanging out. I was on the wet tile of the herbal steam room for the third time. It's July in Berlin with Lev and our heads are buzzing with fervor and passion because we talk for 18 hours a day. And now we're quiet and I'm thinking about you, my eternal addressee. I imagined a story in which I retell all my favorite times getting dressed together, a way to write about the signifiers and history and provenance of our favorite garments. Doing dress ups is the only time you let me play with you. I imagine that the story of us getting dressed ends with us getting undressed. After all, Vivian Westwood says the point of fashion is that eventually you will be naked. And that is how we arrive at the birthday suit. It was maybe our second one-off collaboration piece named Dress Rehearsal that you made me what was essentially a theatrical curtain in the form of a hat. 
I did what every good hag does when her fag gets a good idea. I got naked for you and performed to Madonna's dress you up. Let me cover you with velvet kisses, she says, and I'll create a look that's made for you. I was so embarrassed when I next saw your mum and met your aunt and uncle and you showed them the video of me starkers. It wasn't until two years later that I finally got your kid off. I'm driving to the nude beach to meet you. Halfway there, I pass a car going in the other direction, full of shirtless young men with blonde hair. The windows are down. They look like they're having fun or they've had fun. They're driving away from the beach. Later, we talk about how those men would never go to a nude beach with their friends. Of course, we are naked while talking about these shirtless men and their assumed cock shame. Little Kong Wong is great because it is concerned with size. Remember, it is little before it is anything else. Sitting on the beach, we discuss the pacing naked men who we are starting to recognize as regulars, which really also makes us regulars. How can we ignore the cocks when they sweep our line of sight? We agree that for some of these well-endowed men, coming to the nude beach is who they are. It's a part of their personality, like being gay is for us. And I'm thinking about cultures of undress as they're cultivated, specifically by gay sociality. And now I'm falling into the trap of making the nude beach a part of our personality by writing this, aren't I? Like when people say that somebody makes quote unquote being Italian their whole personality. <laughs> they say that about Lady Gaga. In one important scene of Gaga 5 foot 2, the Netflix documentary detailing Lady Gaga's Super Bowl performance, she takes her top off in her backyard like the cameras aren't there, or maybe because they are. I'm just more comfortable this way. She exclaims to the people she's sitting with. Gaga 5 foot 2 is also concerned with size in that it measures the length of a human body. In the language of Vanity Project, consider the skin a boundary. Kristeva, everything jettisoned out is filth. Spittle, blood, milk, urine, feces, or tears, by simply issuing forth, have traversed the boundary of the body. Look at boundaries, uh, sorry, looking at boundaries and margins allows us to see the skin as a permeable and fabric-like edge. Baths. The variance of transparent in clothing allows for the full degree, the opaque, and the zero degree, which corresponds to the total invisibility of the garment. This degree is obviously unreal, since nudity is taboo. Like the seamless, a garment's invisibility is a mythical and utopian theme, like in The Emperor's New Clothes. For from the moment we validate the transparent, the invisible becomes its perfect state. In the wake of your candolification, castration, brilliant and uncanny nude illusions, where does that leave nudity? It's not that naturalism or nudity is perfect, but it does feel pretty good. It's that in a culture of clothing naturalized, I want to imagine the function of nudity the same way we would study dress. In the words of Mina Rochez, what is our deportment nude? You, Lev, and I approach the concrete geothermal pool on the side of the hill, our first hot pot in Iceland. It's like we have endless twilight. The pool is empty, softly steaming. I ask if we should skinny dip and we hurry off our clothes. And what you get in? It's too cool to stay warm. And I love feeling skin hungry for skin and warmth between us blurring skin's boundaries. I'm holding you and waiting around. I'm gentle and slow. I hug you from behind so I can pretend your cock on the front isn't there. I remember talking about absolutely nothing, what the sheep on the mountain looked like to you without your glasses. Lev sneaks a video. I feel his gaze and you follow my look back. Oh, you guys are going to love this. If anything, we are vain. At the beach, we're talking about our bodies and I'm reasoning with you <laughs> that we are really the same and we kind of look like sisters. But I forget that I am a big, huge fucking man with an up and down figure and you have hips. Neither of us are five foot two. At your house, we trade clothes and they always seem to fit. I wear your expensive denim shorts to the ballet and you bleed into my cheap and nasty ones at a reading in someone's backyard because you just can't help but free ball. <laughs> Do you jingle when you dingle dangle? <laughs> Azealia Banks's Nude Beach Go Go is genius. The song speaks about colours like black and white and the sounds they produce. She's singing about the nude beach where whiteness is activated in its exposure to the sun. Azilia has expressly stated that the song is meant to imitate the quality of music made by white 
people. And this is how whiteness sounds to her. Its unbearable and penetrating aesthetic sensibility is wholly unattractive, which makes it an even better dig if you know. Do you jingle when you dingle dangle? She's sounding out the percussion of a pair of testicles, this low-hanging fruit that she just can't help but point and laugh at. She sings, There's no clothes to wear, and there's summer in her hair, and chiffon and silk and wool and cotton. They are all forgotten. Albeit, for a frenulum piercing hanging off the cliff face of one guy's flaccid cock, there are no clothes at the beach today, just skin covered in hair. Which makes me think of the tactile and the textural, which you are also inviting me to think about. You say... Looking at margins and boundaries in an expanded way will allow us to see the skin as a permeable fabric-like edge. And now I can't help but think about the hair on our legs and the way it looks glued down when we bask in the sun after skinny dipping at the nude beach. Björk in the song Ovule describes the resistance that keeps skin from fusing or merging. My skin mud dense is dissolved in Icelandic hot waters like Gretaslag or a hot spring without a name, which we know only by the numbers 64 degrees 52 minutes north, 22 degrees 17 minutes west. In it, you take a video where you glow gold and blue in the sunset. It's just half a second of your skin turned iridescent. Watching the sun set past horizons of uh, inscrutably more alien colours Minerals expunged and chundered from volcanoes and gases leaking, misting and sweating through pores and cracks and veins on the arse end of the world were bathed in something that pulls colours from skin's porous edges. Tavi Morod's iridescence intimacies is about how iridescence disrupts surfaces so that they blur together intimately. I want to relate undressing at the sauna, at the hot spring, at the drinks before going to the club or even at the club to iridescence that which shatters skin's surfaces, shatters time into queer ecstatic time. Light bounces in the shallow boundaries of my skin, yellow and pink, from your skin purple and blue. This kind of iridescence is corralled from the skin by the light. Its luminescence is kind of activated. In the same place that the skin's boundary becomes dissolved, permeable by each other, time stops going straight and becomes ecstatic, it's Icelandic sunset forever baby and our skin glimmers the three of us in the hot pot for hours. An Icelander, who we later name Hung Daniel, tells us it's the only place you can talk politics because everyone is so relaxed. After we celebrated me and Nicola's birthdays and you and me and Lev had the best day of our lives and we saw the Björk Orchestral show, I convinced you to come to the sauna with me. You'd been to this place before with Nicola to the indoor pool where they get people to DJ and the music plays underwater. But the sauna is the best bit ever, I say, but it's so fine if not. The catch is that you'd have to strip. You're nervous and excited and hesitating. Should we do it now, we ask. We slop our wet swimmers into a cubby hole with unbreaking eye contact. We decide that it's best if we both shave our legs for the nude photo shoot we are doing next week with Lev. I've never shaved my legs before, so you guide my hand. Careful around the knees, you say, and use a mirror to get all the back. Against the grain, heat is necessary. So hot shower, exfoliate before, gentle moisturizer after. We are just like Nicole Kidman and Robert Downey Jr. in Fur, an imaginary portrait of Deanne Arbus, the film you warned me against watching. (laughs) Thinking about hair? I want to zoom in on the blurry sheep you mentioned earlier. Let's remember the thick wool which shields them from the cold, the same way that warm geothermal waters do for us. Or maybe let's remember the famous pneumatic down jacket Charles James designed in 1937, a seemingly endless reference within contemporary fashion discourse and design. This jacket brings us closer to understanding the skin's boundary when talking about fashion. To begin, it is one of the earliest examples of down-filled outerwear, stuffed with lightweight duck feathers to insulate the body's temperature. But I am less interested in how this fleshy animal outerness protects the body from the cold, and more so with the quote-unquote wall of air between the fabric, which Charles James wanted to be remembered for. And now I'm thinking about freeballing again. <laughs> but also, it's so silly. <laughs> also about kimonos mm. and the notion of empty or negative space, known in Japanese ph- philosophy as ma. After shaving my legs, I put on a <laughs> pair of pants and sense the wall of air between the fabric and my skin, the wall that used to be covered in a sort of fur. 
fur. An imaginary portrait of Diana Arbus is a speculative and totally made up Beauty and the Beast tale of the photographer in which she falls in love with a man with hypertrichosis, a rare disorder that causes abnormal hair growth. The film begins with Diane, played by Nicole Kidman, entering a nudist colony. She is visiting to photograph the members of this community as her subjects, but in order to do so, she must meet them at their level and disrobe. She must play by their rules, which are, one, no staring, two, no erections, the same unspoken rules which we are following at the nude beach today. The film is concerned with sensations like undressing and stroking. Deanne's discoveries are facilitated by these sensuous acts of pleasure, submerging her into a new subcultural erotic class of Mm. people who touch themselves Mm. inappropriately. The real Deanne Arbus is celebrated for her practice as a photographer who worked with subculture. Her subjects were social and sexual deviants, working class people, children, strippers and nudists and carnival performers. Her attraction to these subjects is imagined in the film through the invention of her adulterous love interest, Lionel, played by Robert Downey Jr. covered in a series of face, head and body wigs. Now there is a lot of conjecture about wigs that surrounds one Miss Nicole Kidman, his co-star. When asked about her quote-unquote favourite wig on live radio by Kyle and Jackie O, Nicole responded defensively saying, well, I'm using my own hair now, so I think that's probably my favourite is my own hair. (laughs) Sparking a worldwide conspiracy into the hair on her scalp and its legitimacy. But the film is not purely reasoning with fur and wigs and real hair, but also with skin and its outsideness. We Mm. are only to see the skin on Lionel's face when it has been established that he's going to die. This Uh, boundary is crossed ceremoniously mm. in an intensely erotic scene Mm. where Deanne shaves Lionel's entire body and face, priming him for his eventual Mm. death. His death takes place at a beach that is not a nude beach Mm. while he swims out to the sea without any real explanation. Why? I don't know. In the final scenes, Deanne is completely nude all but for her camera, which hangs around her neck. She is walking through a garden of naked people, picnicking, strolling, sunbathing, and she approaches a young woman reading a book on the bench. You mind if I sit here? She asks. No, are you going to take my picture? The woman responds. No, not yet. Deanne sets down the Mm. camera. Why don't you tell me a secret? There's something especially (laughs) flirtatious about talking to someone when you aren't wearing any clothes. How about you tell me one first? The stranger replies, and the camera zooms in on Nicole's face. Okay. What are we to make of Nicole Kidman's face? It's hard not to watch her on screen without commenting on her beauty, and yet it's also become passe for us to do so. We love to joke about her beauty and our proximity to it, and we spectacularize her face because it is spectacular. When featured on a track, Azealia Banks does the same thing, bragging that she has a quote-unquote pussy tighter than Nicole Kidman's face. Yes, that's right. Maybe we can think of skin as a material through which we achieve closeness to beauty. I don't know. Mm. Skin that can be stretched and remolded or rubbed up against and fucked really hard, motioning towards something ecstatic and beautiful. Dancing in purple and blue and pink lights were shiny between shirtless, twinky Icelanders, Dominican <laughs> lesbians, and famously the most famous drag queen in Iceland in Kiki Queer Bar Reykjavik City. <laughs> skin sexy, slicked in sweat under the endless golden hour sun, Ooh. setting forever, shatters skin surface, bleeding together. It's the opposite of those blue light bathrooms that make it impossible to shoot up. You reviewed Derek Jarman's blue. It's like I'm sitting in the steam room naked because I'm just more comfortable this way and I can't see a thing everywhere blue that first time in the sauna with all the strangers and you and me I say are you ready the first time we undressed I didn't really look but I remember thinking you are pink and you are alabaster and you are beautiful I don't remember what color the light was in the evening I drive to my parents house for dinner and brag about spending the day at the beach which one did you did you sorry I'll start that again which one did you go to they ask me I tell them we were at Little Bay because I'm assuming that they are going to treat the nude beach like a place of fetish which for me it is dad who grew up in government housing in Pagewood not so far from these beaches where we sun ourselves tells me that his grandparents worked at a hospital on the hill at Little Bay he reaches into one of the kitchen cabinets and pulls out a metal bowl with the name of the hospital on the base He tells me that this hospital was home to the last leprosy colony in Australia. 
It was just a few months ago that we went to Little Bay for the first time, and I told you that this was the year that I don't get sunburnt, and I put on so much sunscreen <laughs> that I got hives all over my back, which became a crop of thousands of sits. <laughs> I sent you a picture of my disfigured back in a moment of vulnerability, like it was a nude that I took just for you. Is this what you meant by iridescence? <laughs> Okay. At the beach, I'm gentle and I want to touch you. I'm vulnerable and finally you are too. I've got to tell you a secret that I've had for a very long time. We are undressing on the sand and daring each other not to break eye contact. I want you to be my dad. Was the secret. <laughs> Later, you describe an idea for our photo shoot for the poster. You are looking into the mirror. I am looking back. Gulp. <laughs> I forget every time how, like, we really exposed ourselves. Not. <laughs> and not in the way that, that people expect. Not in, like, the nudity way. Not in I the know, nudity way. That, that shit was crazy. That shit was crazy. I um I mean sitting in front of this microphone and reading this again mm. um I flashed back to uh holding the microphone and Oh my god. And the dingle dangle of that fucking microphone and yeah. then later hearing that once again I was way too quiet, which has oh sort god. of become a trope of the kind of podcast. No, and I wondered if you were quiet because you were hearing me and being like, She's so fucking loud. Were you thinking no, that? No, 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 no. Okay. Like I really I could just hear you. Yeah. Um, from like, you know, sitting next to you. Um, yeah. I'm sorry to anyone who was um sitting there watching me lip reading <laughs> they're trying lip to lip reading. read um I, I love those videos online mm. where people are like oh, they claim to be professional too. lip readers the tiktokers and then they like... basically transcribe these yeah. private conversations between celebrities oh it's crazy um, no, Laura she... how did you feel oh, reading I, this I, I in did, front of people I did feel totally exposed I did feel completely vulnerable me too I did wonder like oh my god like is that was that the right thing to do I know <laughs> I still don't have, like, an answer. Sort of cra- yeah, yeah. Um, and I... Uh, immediately after the performance, as we were kind of, like, clearing out and everyone was going to their... Whatever space they were going to next. Um, mostly the smoking section. Um, my three beautiful co-workers walked in. I was like, oh, my God. Because I, I was speaking to Bella before, uh, before being, like... Because she is, like, so obsessed with... Um, like <laughs> concealment versus disclosure and like mm. vulnerability versus like mm. being guarded mm. and she like yeah very much like she's always talking about kind of treading that and I said should I should I do it should I be vulnerable and she kind of laughed at me and she thought if it was me like she was like no way there's no for way me? for me no and I was I was saying you know that um yeah that that my parts in it are particularly personal and intimate and I felt nervous even like reading it in front of like you know Nicola for example not that it means no, anything no I know but, like, I know what you mean he's also dad to me and I'm like ah totally totally um and uh I I think oh there was one really nice response where Izzy shout out Izzy Feek um her honours work actually was about like the club environment and iridescence and yeah I haven't read her thesis, but I asked her today if I could read it because she was like, oh, my God, that reference is, is so central to her work, the, the Tabi Maraud one. Um, and so important for, like... She's talking about different intimacies in the club that, you know, are not just, like, sexual relations, but... No, totally. ...other ones, too. And um, and she really responded to, to the piece, and I was like, oh, thank fuck, someone in the room knew what we were talking about. And um, yes, a lot yes. of people were, you know, remarked on how kind of tender that was Richie we had some beautiful things to say thank you Richie Richie Richie, we love you Um, yeah I almost felt as though like it was either one of two things either people were like so taken aback by um, how can uh, how how many things we confessed yeah um, about about being besties in love um, 
and so they were sort of like um, uncomfortable to talk about it with me or uh, they actually did not hear me yeah and they were like and they were like oh that was great that was great I, that was you great. did some great no. um, uh, miming <laughs> beautiful miming great mime beautiful mime um, and so when my coworkers were the greatest like, mime of our generation <laughs> <laughs> destroyed at the good space Vanity Project terrible tooth birthday um, so when my coworkers walked in I was like I was like did I show my ass too much like you guys are my coworkers like you guys are gonna respect me and they go have the readings already happened <laughs> that's awesome they completely missed it that's so great yeah my favorite interaction by far was one of our artists um younger siblings mm. shout out to roma oh i met your brother and your brother is adorable oh. let me just say um i was i was doing like welcome to my living room let me introduce myself to everyone so i you know i was i found myself standing next to your brother roma and i was like Hi, how are you? And they were like, they were like, oh, did you do anything tonight? <laughs> and it was after the readings, and I was like, That's awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. My friend and I put this event on, and um, yeah, they were like so, like they laughed it off. They thought I was so being a bit funny. silly, and then some other person came up and blah blah, blah and they sort of had this moment. And they were like, oh, really? And they were like, what's what's the event about? I was like, oh, it's a podcast. <laughs> oh, you have you do a, a podcast, podcast with, with a lesbian? lesbian? That's comedy, bitch. That's comedy, bitch. And um, and it's so sweet to me that like you know that was his sister's yeah, art that event. Was, you know that was what his mean? sister's show. Speaking of, our siblings were both there. Yeah, our siblings were both there. Did they interact? I yeah, yeah, oh, they, did? they did. They did. I wasn't in the interaction, but they were. I was we like, we should so get happy. those. We need to hire those lip readers on TikTok. Oh to my god, to unveil the to unveil conversation. The conversation conversations between, between brothers. Isn't that like a Sally brothers Rooney of the pub. Oh. <laughs> conversations with brothers? And I was like so proud to yeah have my beautiful brother there, and he took some really great. He took the video of us holding up. You held up half your hand in a heart shape and I hold up my hand um, and he captured that and um, I was so proud to have him there in like a space where there's like my stupid naked sticker and I'm talking mm -hmm. about this uh, relationship with my best friend and nudity and he was like he was so he played it so cool like if I <laughs> he is cool he is, he's your cool. twin he's so cool like that like I I don't I don't know I didn't even I didn't think about it before the night, but when he was there, like, being so cool, I was just so, like, I felt so validated and affirmed mm -hmm. by that. That was mm -hmm. really nice. Even, like, a bestie Jemima, Aww. she came up to me afterwards, and, and I was like, oh, my God, can you believe? And she was like, what would little Laura say to you now? Which oh, is my like, God. Okay, RuPaul. Such a funny, such a funny reflection to have with, like, my childhood best friend in the room. Like, I just, it's so... Totally, totally, totally. And, yeah, to shout out to my childhood best friend who unfortunately got conjunctivitis emma Get we well love soon. you emma, we love and you. um and we you were sorely missed yeah, um i there. i want to talk about yeah what you just said about um intimacies and friendship um mm -hmm. and confessions because uh, we had this darling conversation with some with some gorgeous um hot sexy and cool people in the smoking section later mm -hmm. that was like v i very much felt that they were like we see each other type of vibe where they were like, we're also a gay and lesbian pair and we're a gay and lesbian pair. And then it was like, it was like a group of, you know, eight gays and lesbians who were best friends. And that was just very sweet to me. It was so to see awesome. everyone have their match. You it know? was so awesome. And, and each pair, how they kind of manifest is so like, Oh, it's like, of course you two are the pair of friends. You oh, know what totally, I mean? When you look totally. at them, even like, um, beautiful, oh my God, I'm just gushing. Beautiful, um, Angel and Dennis have, we have like the same, like really similar, like astrological <laughs> oh relationships God. to each other. I know that's so stupid to remark upon, but I was like, gag, like, that's really cute. I don't know. I don't know. And just looking at these pairs together, I'm like. Oh, of course you guys are lesbian and gay best friend. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. And it's also so affirming because for two whole years, this has been a gay guy and a, and a girl, just girl, just girl podcast to some. And um, I'm so glad that somebody finally... Um, somebody saw us. Somebody finally identified um, <laughs> the truth. Mm. Yeah, and it being a thing as well of like us, you know, starting by doing this by ourselves in a room going to 
just each other in the room going to mm-hmm. the audience in the room that was mm, totally awesome. the what way the it, fuck is next no and we're we're, we're we now we're gonna have to fit all y'all that came last night into this tiny little closet ah. imagine uh, it's so cool it's so cool do you want to talk about what do you want to talk about i want to talk about i want to talk about becky's mom oh my god becky so there were as far as i know there were two parents there last night three Three? Both of Elizabeth's parents came. Oh, I didn't see Elizabeth's mum. Yeah, she was there. I didn't get oh, to meet either realize. of them. But I met, I met her dad. Her dad was incredible. He was so fabulous. He he did some fabulous um, storytelling. Oh, uh, I wish Elizabeth I met was him. setting up her light box and, you know, placing the plaque on the... Such on the... a fantastic... Like, just a knockout artwork. Hilarious, oh, beautiful, perfect. It. I kind so of want it. Like, Project it's Pilled. so I know. cool. It's so cool. Um, oh, what a what a fantastic female substrate! Fantastic. Yeah, I know. You're a genius. You are a genius, um, Queen Liz. Literally, Queen Liz to me. Um, I don't know what to say. Uh, her dad was everything. Yeah, as as some Mr. of you may Switch. know, um, ex auctioneer or ex Christie's auctioneer, but he still works as an auctioneer. Mm-hmm. As far as I understand, I don't I don't know what the fuck he's doing now. Um, art art collector, um, man of taste. And he was saying something funny about um, about this, like, ad campaign from the 70s. He was like, oh, it's probably before your time. In the 1970s, <laughs> which is really funny. Elizabeth was like, well, of course it was before his time, Dad. Um, very cute. Very cute to watch Shut people up, talk so to their cute. parents. I love it. There's something especially hilarious about... Was it about, about the poster that was... was there was some advertorial campaign yeah. of, like, women's Oriton bags that had, like, the spill of like every content out of it oh, but it was not a fabulous. it was not a what's in my bag like no. a very he- heavily curated what's in my bag but more of a like Elizabeth Sulich what's in my bag which was like it was it was garbage pouring out of these like oh, Oriton bags so and then of course he followed up by being like you know but no one's wearing Oriton bags now you know what <laughs> I mean? like, it was just everything it was everything oh cool yeah i loved i i loved um interacting with her dad and mm. And then Becky's mom. Oh my god, Donna. Donna, is that her name? Yeah. Um, I adore yeah, Becky you, brought Donna. her mom, and I. Uh, I don't know how dead it came up. So dead for her, like, like, res- don't resuscitate me, please, DNR. <laughs> please, DNR Donna, Donna, Nana. Um, I don't know how it came up, but I was telling her about how um, Good Space were very clear with us that they did not have an adult entertainment license no, adult and that they were going to give us the ticket <laughs> if we um, if we tried any kind of insertions or so on and so forth of the orifices of the pod and um, and <gasps> I was telling her this story and she, she was like she interrupted me she was like nope already heard it already heard it on the last episode <laughs> and I was like so taken aback it's surprising enough when what? Can I pee? Oh, you want to pee? I need to pee so In the middle like of I'm, me telling this fantastic I'm story. I'm about to, like, it's going to go into the room in That's any That's very vanity project. <laughs> okay, pause it first. Okay. You can keep... Do you want to keep storytelling while oh, I that's pee? so scary. The thought of podcasting alone. Okay, okay. I'm Please, it, not on it. out. Like Flex VPT. Mommy? <laughs> <laughs> Monologuing. Okay, I'm pausing it. I pressed record. Yeah. Yeah, it's recording. Yeah, it's moving. It's moving. Fierce. Um, yeah, so sorry. Becky's mum, what happened? So, I, yeah. I, I, You're I, telling her the story. I was story. going to tell her this story. And this has happened to us a few times And this now. is so funny because also, like, me and Becky, when I were chatting, it's like, um, please, please stop me if I've told you this before. Like, to each I other. Know, She's true. so that. She's so that. And <laughs> mum being like, I've heard the story. Yeah, being like, I've heard the story. And it must have been, you know, I try to get all up in your mind. Because she must have listened to it. She said she listened to it in preparation for coming tonight, which was so really lovely. cute. But um, hilarious to think that she was like, I don't want to hear this again. I just <laughs> took my headphones off and they were fucking talking about this. Um, anyway, she, yeah, she's listened to the board. And then she goes on to tell me that for work, mm. she does this like pro bono work. She's a lawyer. So cool. So cool. She does this pro bono work for, like, risk in performance that has 
specifically to do with intimacy, nudity, like performance art. We and, needed her. And like and, and I said to her, Oh, we should have had you as a correspondent to yes. like talk about our limitations. Yes, yes. And Oh my god, it to was mediate, fascinating. That is so fascinating. I wish I got the chance to chat with her about it. Oh my god. Because she must have had a chuckle to herself thinking these kids. And the whole time I was reading, like, she was perf- perfectly in my line of sight. Like, I was reading to Becky's mum. Yeah, yeah. Quite a lot. Yeah. There was this one really tall guy yeah. whose head was, like, above the rest. There was Nicola at the mantle. Mm. Belle at the mantle. Shout out to you. And Samuele. Samuele. And Becky's mum. So cool. I tried to get all up in your mind. Yeah, that was crazy. It was crazy standing standing before the crowd. Um, uh, what else did we talk about? Fuck. Well, do we want to talk about the art? Do we want yeah. to talk about how it all came together, the process? Um, well, we did actually get some questions from our lovely volunteer, Sov. Oh, yeah. Yeah, should we should probably respond to them. Yeah, let me find them. Let me... Um, so, shout out to our oh lovely volunteers, Soph and Yaz. Such you guys a, are so... Um, such a thankless job. They totally. were... Oh, my God. I sold out my book, but there's yeah, going to be more... Yeah, that was so impressive, on Laura. The way. And y'all forgot to buy the stickers that have our nude bodies on them. So, um, we're going to figure out a way to get them to you. Yeah, there's going to be an action plan because we must distribute these everything must go type of it's sticker. It's it's an event. everything must go. Laura's going to be on the on the street on, the street. on Oxford Street yeah. with one of those like arrows. She's going to be throwing it up and catching yeah. it and yeah. it's going to be, you know, extra extra read all about this yeah. this castrated candle 18 plus 18 plus 18 plus type of sticker. Um, um, I I think they're fabulous, and they can go on like they sh- really should be going on cars. I think. Oh yeah, it's it's definitely. We were joking about the Kardashians with Angel at the end of the night oh, the, bumper sticker on a Bentley. Yeah, this is the kind of bumper sticker you want to put would on a Bentley. Put on the Bentley. This is going to look really great on your ben- Bentley listeners, mm. just um, so you know. Uh, and we really recommend that you start to um, start to appropriate that into your. Um, you know, your life and your Bentley. We could be a part of your Bentley. Um, so we have our questions. Now, these questions are very earnest and we're going to answer them earnestly. <laughs> yes, we are. Like, yes, we are. Dead ass. Like Beyonce said. Um, okay, can you give us a brief description of Vending Project is? How did it start? I think most of you know the story. Actually, you know who didn't know the story? Salvo's Fit. Salvo's Fit, thank oh, you yes. for the free ad. Salvo's Fit, thank you for the uh, promotion. Um, <laughs> also, like, who was there and thinking, like, yeah, let me post this on the Salvo's Fit story right now? Or who was at home watching? No, I think it's the latter. I think, um, I think what that story, what that create mode story said to me Mm. was, um, I've never heard of these people before, but I have seen a lot of that activity on the internet tonight. A little too much story And so now I'm I'm left wondering... Can you read it out? What did it say again? Now I'm left wondering... Now I'm left with this query, or rather this um, humble brag. Yes, I totally knew what Vanity Project was before tonight. I love it when they... Same. (laughs) I was thinking we should do like a like oh, we an need insert do- and a scroll yeah we do we will we'll come up with 10 of them for you 10 that's, yeah, our, that's challenge. our challenge <laughs> all right do that challenge and um, that's so related to this um to this thing where i was starting to answer it thinking like i feel like everyone knows the story but <laughs> that's kind of presumptuous but i, I also am so I'm imagining like of us no but like, i'm imagining you know you know why we have a podcast right no well i'm also like imagining when i imagine when i'm speaking to like a listener i'm speaking to like someone who knows us as well so it's like yes yes there's, yeah. there's that added layer so there's that but if you don't know us how it started was we were already collaborating yeah we're already collaborating on other stuff we're already writing mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. we Really, I'm going to say it. We were writing love letters to each other. Yes. And they become love emails. Yes, love emails. And um, we actually read them out on the podcast later. Yes. um, Because that kind of like, I don't know, something... Feeling pretty voluptuous Mm. and whatever and whatever. It's with... Yeah, it's with I'm, Bjork on I'm, the cover, I think. I'm, yeah, I'm um, I'm very into you. Feeling voluptuous, lazy, and a bit devotional. Yes, that's the episode if you would like quote. to engage with it. Um, And that is what we were writing to each other basically just before we started the pod, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Just to situate it in our body of work, if we can call it that. Um, And we, I was living in Sydney, as I always have, and you were living in Paris. 
And um, I'm going to need to start bringing that up more and more the, the further away it becomes that I've been living in Paris. I realised that I had to tell someone today. Yeah. I had to, they break, didn't it, just I had know. to break it to them. They didn't know. Um, it's becoming less obvious to people that I lived in Paris. <laughs> um, and so I'm going to have to sort of accelerate the way that I remind them. Um, and... Uh, it started out of necessity, I would say. Yeah, because we were... I would say Vanity we were... Project was, um, was a band-aid solution to yeah. friends... Uh, to a really who difficult were, problem. ...who were experiencing heartbreak at yeah. each other's distance. Yeah. Um, I think it was a way for us to hang out, if mm. you will. Because mm-hmm. um, we would FaceTime, like, maybe, maybe once a week, maybe twice a week, if that... I don't know. Yeah, totally, Just totally. Like, and when we would call, I, so many people have these stories, but it would be like, you know, an hour and a half on the phone or whatever. And we wanted to... <laughs> we wanted to, like, have conversations with each other that's not just, like, what did you do with your week? Mm-hmm. But, like, conversations that you would have with a friend when you are spending, like, countless hours with mm. them and and you're chatting totally. about, like, the the movie that you saw and, like, you went, you went see, to see the ballet and, like, what did you think of that? And yeah. And also, like, exercise these kind of, like, common aesthetic and theoretical critical interests that we had um, in a kind of, like, centralised and, um, and uh, I don't want to say repetitive, but I mean, like, habitual. Habitual. In a habitual kind of way. They have, they have called us that in the past. And what? Who called us what? Oh, <laughs> bitchy. <laughs> Habitual. 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 Um, Should we move on to question two? How did you curate this night, i.e. performance, artworks? What sort of vibes were you looking for? Well, vibes is the right word. Mm. Um, We were sitting in my backyard. Mm. Um, Laura had the in with most of our beautiful, beautiful um, contributors, performers, and artists. Um, And we basically were thinking about... um, what would turn y'all's pussies out and what would turn them inside out and then um, turn them back right side in. Um, so that was probably, yeah, that was probably the vibes was was pussies inside out. Um, what mm-hmm. do you think, Laura? Co-signing that. Um, and I think they all had we to have... We forgot to answer earnestly, didn't we? we well, we, we chose works that had kind of an aesthetic through line that had a central kind of sensibility to them which you know is in affinity with the podcast and its aesthetic references um i keep saying the word aesthetic but i mean that is so central to an art show mm-hmm. you know yeah and- totally hashtag aesthetic right <laughs> and it was like art is so aesthetic and it was like lots of very like kind of like pink things tactile things but i think you know at the heart of it is femininity yes i i think we were thinking about femininity um, like we always are. And at first it started as, as exclusively, um, femme, uh, identified ladies, um, mm. contributing and being a part of the show. And then we kind of expanded it and, um, and we encompassed, you know, some, some gay male mm. energies, mm. um, because we wanted to, you know, make the gay boys, we wanted to say, gay boys, you also are welcome because, you know, I have something to confess. I too am a gay boy and this pod does have some of that energy in it mm. and so we needed to also service that oh you that. do a podcast with a gay boy that's comedy bitch <laughs> that's aesthetic bitch um yeah great this party and your podcast features lots of artists how important do you think community is in the art scene and what sort of community are you forming with Vanity Project this is a fabulous question Soph mm, I think what well I think community in the art scene is it's just enriching and I think it's also like why I I can't imagine why I would want to engage in something where I don't have that sense of community and to me it's you know it was either like friends or friends of friends in the show um which to me kind of like constitutes that network of relations mm-hmm. um i think the the community that vanity project is forming is um you know kind of organic like i don't know i don't know how we would kind of grow it or form it any other way than uh than it kind of being an extension of you know people we love mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. 
I'm thinking a lot about what Annabelle said about Gossip Girl. I'm thinking about the jokes we were making with Angel and Dennis and Ben at the end of the night about the L word and that map of connections. Mm. And I'm also thinking about Salvo's fit and what binds people and what, um, what, um, engages them in a, in a, in a conversation that goes Mm. in many directions Mm. in a web of, um, feelings and, and aesthetic sensibilities and, um, and connotations and vibes and mm. um and I'm thinking about how Vanity Project is hopefully um hopefully uh making people a little less um I don't know like apprehensive to join or something. Like yeah, a, yeah I really yeah. hope it like is like a is like a welcoming you in type of vibe. Um I had this conversation actually with one of my um with one of my coworkers who he he didn't end up coming but he's lovely and he's really he's really sweet and like uplifting. And he was saying that he's listened to a couple episodes of the podcast. Oh yeah. And um he was like, you know, it is it is really niche. It is really niche. Mm. Um and he's um importantly not not gay. <laughs> so uh, that's like that's also part of our niche of it course. It must be niche. Is that right? um uh, and I don't mean that even like I've of course didn't take it an offense but I guess like if I was not in that community I probably would feel a bit alienated from from our kind of like world of references and even yeah. the way we talk yeah. to each other yeah. um and uh and I hope that for more people than not it's it's if it if it is niche, which it probably is, if it is niche, it's still welcoming you in rather than being like exclusive. Like it doesn't, it shouldn't be an exclusive thing. Yeah, I sure, I surely hope so. Um, I don't and... think it felt like that. It didn't feel like that last night. You know what no, I mean? No, it didn't feel like that to me anyway. It is my the only, <laughs> uh, you know, the only obstacle to uh, being a part of 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 what was going on in that room was the fact that there were a few too many people. Yeah, in we your did way. have we did have people literally as the exhibition was closing and we had to yeah you know get pushed out of the room like it was crazy we did have people literally banging down the door begging to get in and yeah, may yeah. the lovely who's also an incredible um textiles artist shout out may may let them in <laughs> may let them in but they were banging down the door saying please please please, please begging please can we get in that we didn't get to wild. see the show isn't that crazy that's awesome um yeah, you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad they got to, they got to um, have a private after the fact. Yeah, there's a meeting in the Vanity Project Terrible Twos ex- exhibition. <laughs> there's a meeting in the ladies' room. They got a meeting in the ladies' room. room. As Vanity Project turns to, how do you see the podcast, the project, if you will, growing in the next few years? Any birthday wishes? This is sweet. Yeah, that's really sweet. We blew a can- we blew candles out. Did you make? I forgot to make a wish. Oh, God. How, oh how can God. you make a wish when all your dreams are coming true right oh. here and now, you know? Um, no. I want to eat you. You're so cute. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm f- <laughs> um, feeling very deeply grateful and, and, and definitely not looking at the horizon right now. Um, feeling very much like, wow, um, I love the ground. I love the floor. The I love the highway. What's the... I, yeah, Lady Gaga and the thank yous of the Born This Way album. I want to thank the road, the highways, the wind in my hair. Um, I guess she's talking about... They're, they're talking about growth and development, right? Mm. They're talking about turning two. Mm. What does it mean to, to be two years old? Um, to exit the oral phase and enter the anal phase. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I... um I Well, I do have some birthday... Well, I don't know if we should... I don't know if I believe in, like, oh, we can't give it away. Like, I don't want to jinx it. Like, in, like you know what I mean? Like, should we keep our projects a secret? I don't think we need to give them a secret, but I don't think we need to put all our cards on the table right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do I think there should be cards on the table in Vanity Project's second year? In my, my perspective, perspective, I don't. don't. Um, but do I want my perspective to be blind? Um, well, what I hope is that, firstly, we continue... Oh God! Imagine. <laughs> um, and secondly, that imagine we... one of us lost our voice forever. <gasps> Don't say Little that. Little mermaid. Don't say that. Oh my God! I shudder. I to think, think it would be me. Why? Because I'm the quiet one. Oh please! But I'm the smoker one. True. My wish, actually, before we turn three, my wish three, is that you quit smoking. Quit smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Selfishly. 
That is also my wish. Yeah, no, I'll get on the Champix at some point, I I think. Um, but um, my wish is also that we... You are my Champix. Oh, did you know that you're... What is it? A champion, greatest <laughs> of them all. Okay, before I continue to sing, um, my birthday wishes and hopes for Vanity Project are that we keep, um, we keep at it, number one. We continue to explore alternate forms that this can take, mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. Um, and that we continue making this, like, a sustainable thing, that we mm-hmm. continue, like, reaching for, um, you know, the books and keeping our, keeping our nose to the ground, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I hope that, you know, part of the community thing, if I can call back to that again, is that um, I hope we can kind of be specific in a way that is generative because I think if things are too vague or broad it doesn't really work and what I'm talking about there is we're based in Sydney we're talking about lots of things that are happening here Mm -hmm. and I think it's so important uh, in community building to be like showing up to things and uplifting things that are you know in our direct kind of proximity so I hope we can Mm -hmm. continue Mm -hmm. to like uplift um, each other and to and that our output equally uplifts you know other stuff that's going around us i hope it's that yeah that continued kind of like conversation where we're we're like an antenna and everything we're picking up on everything that's happening around Mm -hmm. us and feeding that through and um Mm -hmm. and that that continues it's sort of less of an antenna and more of a microphone yeah if you will yeah it's a a field recording field recording yeah do field recording (laughs) (laughs) yeah we should do a little um i want you to share some wishes and hopes Oh, what are my wishes and hopes? Um, my uh, all of the things you've said, of course. Um, yeah, I, 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 um, I hope that we can continue to have fun doing this as it gets maybe a little bit more serious and as as people uh, legitimize something that um, felt very illegitimate so DIY and DIY DIY, absolutely and and I hope that we can keep the spirit of DIY as 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 our lady Miss Contras would say um I'm DIY that's what I do that's who I am she didn't say that but I think she she would. would she would say that that would come out of her beautiful lips um I hope that we can keep that spirit and that energy and um and a and a and a joy um that uh that comes with just hanging out and sitting together and talking um, and and uh, finding finding new ways to generate um, and explore um, ideas and mm. um, crowds and and body parts. Um, I I really really want to thank everyone that came along. Um, it. It was so special to see people supporting their friends yeah. in particular. Um, because and it was so awesome seeing, like, we've been also, like, who showed up for who. Totally, it was so nice to totally. see, like, the crowds there. And, um, and so important to... it. Like, it really is that thing of, you know, the... Um, what is it? The sum is, like, greater than the parts. Oh, absolutely. You know, that's kind absolutely. of what that felt like. Absolutely. I really want to thank um, our very talented parts. artists and performers, mm. Kate, you have me in stitches. <laughs> I want to know you so much better than I do, and I love your red hair. <laughs> Jessica, I would have voted for you for school captain. You're hilarious and beautiful. I love your hair also. Miski, you are truly a natural-born orator. You are um, the only girl in the room. Mm. Uh, your friends adore you, and they showed up for you, mm. and, I, and I was so impressed. Madison, I love your scaly shoes and your art is demented and I love it. Um, Joel, I look up to you so much. Mm. What a spectacular human being. And um, and I'm sad that um, that this has all happened right before you're going to Berlin because I think no, I'm we excited have really gotten to know each other so I, much better. I think, it's, but I guess we just have to go to Berlin. Yeah, it's gonna it's it's expanding outwards as it you know as as it started. You know what I mean? Like it's totally it's not. It's not. Um, we haven't receded. You know. Totally. Totally. Um, go go, Joel. Do your thing. Go, Joel. Let your freak frack frag. Um. <laughs> Can I keep just listing people? Please, please. Elizabeth, I still have your cardigan and I can't wait to give it back to you so that I get to see you in person. 
Um, you are twisted for that cake. It was delicious. Firstly, um, congratulations on the fabulous baking and also um, your artist kind of like my favorite thing in the world. Is that crazy? Um, and, and yeah, um, Kumiko, you are just a delight. How freaking cool. I saw people posing in front of Kumiko's mm. work mm. and I don't even know if they knew her. No, they I didn't. think they were just like, yeah. they were just <laughs> so enamored. enamored by the, by the delightful, delightful display and Roma. Oh my goodness. The way you filled up that space with smut and ribbons. That is so vanity project pilled. So, filthy, so clever so and filthy, filthy and just feral. Just absolutely feral. And the amount of pictures I saw of people really inquiring and, and getting up close into the splash zone. And last but not least, Drew. One of our um, truly biggest supporters like and actually, first advocates. Our first patron, our first guest. I'm so happy you agreed to be a part of the show because it would have been um, it would have been so like remiss of your work not to be there. And creating that beautiful pair of prints that you did was so so precious. Like a, mm-hmm. it had to be a pair, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and those sweet angels. Good things come in twos. Mm-hmm. And Finally, big, 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 big ups and shout outs and love, 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 love to um, two of our dearest friends in the mm. world, uh, Miss Countress Carmen for her um, leadership, guidance, um, support and, um, and eternal patience with us mm. and love for your creative vision and your ability to, um, to, uh, to stare into the black hole that is my crotch and turn it into something so beautiful. I just, really? I have so nothing incredible. left to say. So incredible. Um, I, I have a couple of things left to say, which is that um, if you want to look at the kind of documentation of the show, go to vanityproject.cargo.site. We don't have a custom domain name yet. <laughs> vanityproject.cargo.site. And there's the kind of like full... Um, that's like the digital room sheet, if you will. We'll work on getting a transcript from the performers. Um, and there's some other videos and photos that we're still getting back from our lovely videographer and photographer. Um, please be in touch to get one of the stickers. They uh-huh. must make their way into your filthy little hands. What you do with them next is not my responsibility. <laughs> um, but I hope you show me where you put it. Um, uh, what else? I'm putting out some more books since they sold out. Um, I'll do a reading from that book, Adjective Girl. Incredible. Pretty soon. I think it's either going to be the 25th of June or the the week after in July. Proud of you. Um, I'm really... They're, they're really beautiful books. They're, like, really special. They're Resograph printed. Beautiful Aiden Yuri um, redesigned them for me. It's all my writing and illustrations, and beautiful Elisa Croft printed them for me, um, and I'm really, really proud of how they came out. Um, yeah, they're very impressive. Yeah. You should be proud. Thank you. Thank you. I also, also, while we're talking about buying shit, I still have those Mary candles. They're really brilliant. Um, mm-hmm. They're for sale for $110 each at Terrific Effort. There's a web store now, so you don't need to go into the boutique in St. Peter's, but the boutique is really fun. So and you should go. It's really fun in there. Like, I went to go collect my candles the other week, and Ben Chloe was got the best in there couch. knitting. Chloe got the best couch. There's so many fun things to try on. So many fun things to try on. I'm going to have a play date in there when I drop my candles back over. That's awesome. Um, and... Um, there was one other thing. Oh, join the Patreon. Duh. There were so many things yes. that we yes. we we did this on literally a sh- shoestring. Like yeah, less than a shoestring. Less than a shoestring. Like I put so much money actually into like yeah. random yeah. little things yeah. for the show, and um, we don't have like any budget. We like don't do this like for profit or whatever, and we would love to be able to do more things. Yeah. Um. So please sign up to the Patreon. The lowest tier is so cheap. It's three dollars a month. Um, and we'll put out a little extra soon. Yeah, we we, we will love you forever. Um, we really appreciate... Yeah, sign up to the Patreon and I'll send you a sticker, goddammit. Yes, yes, absolutely. We'll send you three. Um, we really appreciate the people who are already signed up. Um, 
your support means the world and it is fueling us and it is sending us hurtling down that highway um, on the road to love and we are not wearing our seatbelts um, mm. Laura I love you I love you I'm so proud of you your hard work paid off um, we have we have achieved something very beautiful and special mm. and um, and I'm finally feeling like we don't have to crawl any longer we can stand high with our heads <laughs> That's you know, so with our chins up with our chins up We'll still be wearing our nappies because she's got a piss girl. Oh. Um, shout out to the to the ones who know and the ones who've been listening. Um, and we hope to see you um, at Vanity Project Three's a crowd, three hundred and sixty four days from now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Silly. Uh, um, yeah. Thank you for listening back to our party recap. Yes. Um, more to come. More to come. Lots of come. Always come. Always. Just come. Just come. Should we seal it with a... With a mm. I can't even do it. Oh, do you want to seal it with a loving kiss? Should we seal it with a loving kiss? Mm. 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 <laughs>